Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up. Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer. Uh, off and running again on this Saturday morning. Good morning, Albert. That's good morning. Did you watch the Sydney game last night? I seen a bit of it. Nil nil draw. Yeah. Uh, so Sydney unbeaten. Fantastic. Yep. Doing well there. They are the dominating. Yep. And Doing Phil well. Stubbins. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Hey, Stubbsy. All right, mate. Uh, first thing I want to I want to go back a week if I can. Um, common sense. Now you boys obviously come from the British Isles and uh, you don't have to deal with this sort of thing. But playing a game in thirty nine degree heat last weekend. Surely that's not on, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's a question for Tarek Elrich. I think we've got him on the show later, Ditz. Yep. So it's um, something that'll be quite interesting to get a player's perspective on that. But um, for me, it was damn hot. No good for players, no good for spectators. <laughs> not really. Obviously, you know, I think playing in that, that heat, it was quite visible, certainly on the TV where I watched the game. And, um, you know, it's, it's a spectacle that we want. We want to be entertaining the crowds. And um, although there was four goals, I think there was something for... Obviously, the heat being there. Yeah. All right. So coming up this morning, Terry Gerwich will join us. Also, Ned Zelic. Uh, and boys, I uh, gave you a task about a fortnight ago. You've had plenty of time to think about it. And Abby, I know you're very well organised with this. Uh, your best ever 11. Best ever team. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, that's a big ask because there is... You could pick 22 players that uh, would merit to be in that uh, squad, but mm. uh, let's let's see what uh, uh, Stubbsy comes up with. All right, and, we're going to uh, throw it open to the listeners as well. We want to hear, uh, we'll hear the two fellas' teams and then uh, you can pick it apart, all of our soccer fans, our football fans out there on one triple three five three. It's the Real Football Show. We've got Albie Kid, Phil Stubbins and yours truly, Ditz. All thanks to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. Just a reminder, KG and Jars ready to come in after eight o'clock as well with Dead Set Legends. Uh, it's the Real Football Show here on Triple M on a Saturday morning, thanks to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. What is happening at Adelaide United? Player exits. Uh, Phil, you talk to everyone out there. Uh, you know people within the club. What is going on? Look, it's a great question, isn't it? Obviously, you know, James Holland in and he's gone. Enrique the same. Guardiola. Miliuznic is injured. Kito's injured. I think it's been a bit of a debacle to this point, Dits, I have to say. Um, you know, they're playing Central Coast, as we all know, at the weekend, a massive game for the for the club. Um, but to be at the point where they're at, it's, it's sort of a... They're in disarray, mm. to be perfectly truthful. Just on um, Guardiola, I understand it's a professional game. Players want to uh, improve and, and move on with their careers. So he's, he's used Adelaide United as a bit of a stepping stone, no doubt about that. But 11 clubs in 11 years. Why would you bring a bloke like that here? Alarm bells. Yeah, it's not good. That's um, when you bring in players like that with history. You know, this. You know, it's not a good thing. I just think that Adelaide have got to, you know, build. They've got to really plan now for next year. You know, you look at uh, here that Henrique is is leaving as well. Holland's left. Guardioli. You know, it's a problem. That's and they really do need. They really do need to to get their their act together. That's and uh, and tell the tell the punters, tell the 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 supporters what's going on with the club. That's what they need to do. Well, it reeks of instability right now, doesn't it? Now, when you're bottom of the table, these things happen. doesn't matter what sport you're playing. When there's a team at the bottom, uh, there'll always be talk about, firstly, the coach, but then the players as well. But they, they, I don't know. There just seems to be an exit door at the moment, players wanting to leave. Look, it started from the grand final. You know, that's where they should have had a, 
uh, a debrief, a solid, sound meeting as to where they're trying to go for this current campaign. And obviously, there's not been enough planning put in place. The recruitment's been very, very poor at best. Mm. And, you know, they're left in the situation that they're in now. And, and for a team to be winning the grand final last year and building real momentum to get there, the FFA Cup as well, and, um, you know, to, to sit in the position they're at now, it's reflective of that recruitment campaign. But also, Enrico, I mean, look, again, it's hard to criticise players who want to further their careers, but how can you make a decision to come to a club and we're not even halfway through and he's, and now he wants to go somewhere else? But maybe we don't know what's going on at the club. It's, no one's come out, as, as Albie said, with a statement. Nobody knows what's going on with the coach. We don't know what's happening with the recruitment for next year. Yeah. We're all in the dark. Yeah. So Enrique might be just, you know, he's thinking about his own future and he's safeguarding himself. Yep. Look, do you know what they should do? They should learn by this mistake. Okay, the 14 players off the contract just shouldn't happen in a football club. That's the bottom line. So let's write off the season. They're right at the bottom of the league um, right now as we speak. They're playing the next team up, Central Coast, today. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, Sunday Tomorrow, yep. on uh, in Canberra. Let's hope they win that game because it'd be, it's not good being at the yeah. bottom of the league. It's, it's even better to be second bottom of the league. But they've really got to you know, learn by their mistakes uh, that's from this year. They'll win this game, surely. Look, I called it last time about Central Coast. And, and they came here to Adelaide and, and did a number on Adelaide back then they've got youth they've got a vibrancy they won last week against Perth Central Coast they'll be buoyed by the fact that they think they can get one over Adelaide it's going to be a really tough ask for Adelaide mentally if they're not in the right frame of mind they'll get done and if they, they don't turn up with a real attitude to scrap for everything, then they'll definitely get beat. Just on that performance last week, Albie, once again, it, it, I don't know, we seem to see it too often where they had shot after shot, didn't they? And also entries into the box and just could not score. Yeah, but when you've, you've, you've not got a proven striker there that's... Yep. You're, in a, you're in a bad place. Mm. Let's be honest with you. Enough said on that. You know, the, the, the team that they're putting on the park now, we've got good young kids coming through, and I'm with you. Let's give the kids a good a good chance yeah. there. And it's shame, it's a shame to see Ryan Kiddo do his hamstring last week. Yeah, it was. I don't know how bad it is, but if you do, if you do a hamstring, you'll be out for a little while, I would have thought. Well, it'll be four or five weeks. Yeah. Well, to get your hamstring done after two minutes coming on as a substitute, I don't know if that's a good sign as well for the guy that's warming him up. You know, that's just my opinion. Uh, how can a young guy come onto the pitch and two minutes later he's done his hamstring? I feel I'm being negative there, no, that, that but that I, I think it, it deserves to happen. Well, it does happen. It but means that I would say that, ham and I'm not a doctor, but that, that hamstring was ready to go, surely. <laughs> not really. <laughs> well, it was. No, no, not really. That's, you know, he's been training all week. He's been on the, the, the track. He's, uh, you know, to, to go in the party, he should be fully warmed up. Fully warmed up. I'm sure he was. Are you telling me, have you ever done a hamstring? I've never, well... You've got to run to actually do a hamstring. Correct, and he was. He was running. <laughs> Thanks, oh, yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> It's the Real Football Show here on Triple M. As I said, Dead Set Legends coming up uh, straight after this show this morning with KG and Jars. Plenty to talk about for the boys this morning. Uh, gee, the, the lockout yesterday, last night, Carlton Collingwood with their first ever women's game. Uh, boys, in a moment, I set you the task a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you're ready, but your best ever World eleven, and we want to take calls on this, one triple three five. This will be interesting. It dates. will be interesting. The best 11 players of all time. Seven sixteen on this Saturday morning, the Real Football Show. Albie Kid, Phil Stubbins, and Deaths Righto. Let's get to it now, and we'd love to take calls on this. Let's get uh, opinions from the passionate football fans out there. The best eleven ever. Who wants to go first? Goalkeeper, goalkeeper, Stubbsy. Come on, come right, on. I'll go first. Right, run through your team there, Phil. Okay, Buffon in goal. 
Buffon. Yeah, why? Because of the World Cups and he's been around forever and he just continues to, to grow and be as, as good as he has been for, for years and years. So Buffon in goal. Buffon in goal. Is, he, is that the, your goalkeeper? Look, my wife's Italian, so Dino she said if you don't put well, Italian... You should have went for Dino Zoff then. Well, listen, I've gone Schmeichel. for Buffon. This is my team. team. He's, he's not got off to a good start. Listen, right, I can, this look, is my team, okay? My team. And you're not in it, by the way. Well, here we go. Here right, we go. Buffon in goal. <laughs> right back, mm. Cafu. Yeah. The Brazilian, Cafu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Central defender, right-hand side, is Marcel Desailly. Great player. World Cup winner. Disagree. Alongside him... You'll get your chance in a minute, Albie. Just keep quiet in the cheap seats. Thank you. <laughs> we've got Beckenbauer next to him. The German. Beckenbauer. The German. Beckenbauer. And we've got Maldini. Cheers. So the back four, Cafu, Desai, Beckenbauer and Maldini. Mm-hmm. Very nice start. Central midfield, Lothar Mateus, mm-hmm. Zinedan Zidane. I've got Maradona in my team as the number 10. I couldn't go past these two, and I don't know what you'll do, Albie, but I've gone for Messi on the right. Ronaldo on the left, mm-hmm. and up front, I've gone for the, the goofy Brazilian, Ronaldo. The goofy Brazilian, right. World Cup winner, you know, scores goals for fun, just an unbelievable talent. See, that, so, midfield, that midfield's very, very strong. That's he's amazing. changing his team now, look. What, <laughs> he's changing any team. I wouldn't have the goofy guy in my team, that's Seriously. my point. Seriously. <laughs> that's my point. you got David, David McPherson at the back. David Beckham. No, sorry. Keep right, going. Go Keep that's going. it, that's my team. All right, so we don't, you don't throw in a couple of subs. I, I did say no, 11, you, but you Listen, don't. it's the best 11. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's, that's now, the team uh, I'm putting out there. It's balanced. Hang on. No, it's so balanced. It's Pelé's, not in, Pelé's not in your side. No, I don't know if I, you realise that. I, I haven't put him in there, mate. Yeah. There, there's that a huge mistake surely, right there. Surely that is ridiculous. How can you not have the greatest player of all time in your team. He went out last night. I told him not to go out. He was on curfew. <laughs> right And he didn't get back to the hotel in time. So that's it. He's out. Oh, I can't believe that. Uh, players like Cruyff, no good. Yeah. Very He's good. He's in my team. Right, let's get to our he's 11. 4-4-2 for me. I'll make it. Four, I'll four, simplify two. it. Right. Okay. 4-4-2. Four, four, mm-hmm. Schmeichel is a gun. He was fantastic. Man United, right. superstar. Cafu, I agree with you there, Stubbsy. Beckenbauer, I agree. Baresi. Mm-hmm. And Roberto Carlos. Yeah, not bad. A couple of different players there. It's a there. fantastic back four, uh, back four. In the middle of the park, we've got Maradona, Messi, Ronaldo, and Cruyff. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have Cruyff in your team, Phil? No, but I mean... Yeah, I'm a, where's, look, where's, I've always the def- been a better where's coach the defensive than midfielders? What? Where's no, it? No, no, no. It's the best 11 players. Look, study the notes. Uh, anyway. Okay? You've gone two through up, formations. Two up front is Rossi... And Pelly. You're playing counter attacking football. No, no, with Rossi. I'll ask you the question. He's got no, there's no balance in the team. Stubsies? Just Unbelievable. But the controversial omission there, Phil, quite seriously. So you, have, you don't think Pelé's in the best 11 players of all time yet. The entire sport lords him and praises him as no, the look, greatest ever. Actually, I, I could regress that decision <laughs> to put Ronaldo in there. Here we but go. Listen, Very wishy, here we go. I'm not going to. Why? Because I feel that the brand of football that these boys are able to play, mm. Ronaldo would suit that team better. Just unbelievable. That, just the way unbelievable. It does. All right. I want to throw some names at you. Platini. Yeah, great player. But not good enough? No, Maradona. Yeah. Uh, George Best. I've gone for Ronaldo just on the goals. Yeah. Albie, George Best. I've, I've got Best on the bench. You have? Yeah. I've got no bench. Albie. There is a bench. And cross your name off on the bench, what you've got there. <laughs> uh, Bobby Charlton. <laughs> Yeah, great player, but I've gone for Maradona. Right. Uh, Van Basten, very good player. 
Uh, Mal, uh, Maldini, I think one of you had a lot of Mateus. I'm just going through a list here of the best ever yeah. 50 players. Um, so, uh, yeah, how good was Platini? Outstanding. Leading goal scorer at all the tournaments he used to play in. Um, I couldn't pick him after his exploits there with FIFA. Um, oh, he about he's played politics. I know, but no, look, no, for me, Maradona. I've gone for Maradona. But you've missed Pelly. I have missed that's, Pelly. That's a huge, changing his huge, mind. Yeah, I'm not changing is. my mind. I've just <laughs> explained to you why I think. <laughs> oh, God. This is farcical. One triple three five three. Football fans, real football fans, Dets. tell us what you think of the two boys teams here and the fact that Pele hasn't made it. Dets. And is Pele? I mean, I asked you this a couple. I just of weeks put it ago. in for controversy. Oh, I had no, Pele in there. Oh yeah, sure. But there are there are people that believe that Maradona's better than Pele. There's no doubt about that. People think that. Some even have George Best above him. Um, yep. But uh, tell us about your team. One triple three five three. What do you think about the uh, the best eleven ever? Give us a ring. One triple three five three. Yeah, he should uh, walk at the studio, Dets. With his head in his he's hands because down, he's yeah. he's made a fundamental error there. Mm. How could you not put Pele in the starting eleven? That's amazing. You got Messi and Ronaldo in the central midfield. Good players. One triple three five three. Give us your opinion. <laughs> Seven twenty-five on this Saturday morning, the Real Football Show here. Phil Stubbins, Albie Kid, and Dits. All thanks to CMI Toyota. Uh, Patman has weighed in through Twitter. He said, "What about Eric Cantona for a bit of mongrel in the team?" I loved Cantona. I loved watching him play. Look, great player. There's, there's. I mean, the, the list goes on. You can keep going and going and going with all these players, but. Uh, you asked us what we thought, and that's what we came up with. Um, well, he's getting touchy now. No, yes. Well, I'm not. Testy. He's a great yeah, no, player. He's, very he's a great player. He's sulking there, that's yeah. because he forgot to put Pelly in. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. What about, uh, I'll just mention a couple of other players. Um, Roberto Baggio, is he in the same class? Great player. Another one of those number 10s, match winners that are, you know, the grace across the pitch and the, the, the capable of winning games at any given time. And a fantastic player, no doubt. Louis Figo. There's lots and lots that's when you go through. You can make three teams quite easily. You look at um, Matthias. Jesus, there's so many. Yeah, but Phil had Mateus. He's in my team, mate. Word of Mateus. Scored some great oh, goals for, in World Cups, that, did didn't you? he? Well, he shouldn't have been the start of the loving, but he should be on the bench in my mm. book. <laughs> Uh, just uh, Bobby Moore, we didn't mention Bobby Moore. Highly rated in the UK, isn't he? Great player, central defender. Oh, but Zico. Zico, another Zico. number 10. Um, is Henri in the same class as these people? I think he's up there. Thierry Henri. I do think he's up there, Dets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, one triple three five three. Let's take a call uh, at Glenelg. Good morning, John. Yeah, morning, boys. I was ah. just thinking about goalkeepers and, you know, Schmeichel and Buffon, but what about the likes of, you know, Pat Jennings or Gordon Banks? There's some Ooh. other great goalkeepers out yeah. there. Yeah, we Very went through all them, John. It's a good one. John, Gordon Banks, you've picked a really, really good one there. He was in my list. Never, just fell a bit short. Mm. A bit short. Do you know who was brilliant in my little humble opinion until he became an absolute buffoon was Grobelar. Grobelar was a very spectacular goalkeeper. Then, of course, he started taking money and doing all sorts of things, didn't he? Not in the same league, Francis, because I mentioned. No? no nah. Schme- you put him alongside Schmeichel. Not in the same league. Dino's off. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Can I ask you another question then? This is slightly different. You've named your best eleven ever. Do you have a favourite player? Like, is Phil, like I just said, I loved watching Cantona. Is there someone that you just always really, really, you know? Look, love I love watching? the game, Dits. There's no doubt about that, and I think we all do. But 
Uh, actually, this is a good point. Good leading to Frank Lampard. You know, I'm a favourite player of Chelsea. All-time leading goal scorer at the club. Just retired. Um, just what a, a legend of the game. Played the game with great integrity and proved Harry Redknapp, uh, Harry Redknapp right in, in, in going on to achieve what he achieved. But my all-time favourite player. Do you know what? I, I don't know if you remember... You probably will anyway. Malcolm McDonald used to play number nine for, for Newcastle, Newcastle United. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my mother used to love him, you know, Malcolm McDonald. How weird, man. But uh, as a striker, I really used to like and admire Malcolm McDonald. But there's been so many names and great players come through, you know, the game over the decades that, it, that there's too many to mention. We should narrow it down here. I think the three best players in my book is certainly, well, the four best players in my book is Messi, Maradona, Pele and Ronaldo. And I think I've got that fairly right. They are quality, quality players. Yeah, I couldn't go. Is George best next? Is Cantona Is Cantona, is Baggio, is, yeah. is Platini. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, you can keep going and going. Yeah, it's Zico, difficult, isn't it? <laughs> is Falcao, is Jazzinho. <laughs> yeah. But these four players... Is Albert Kidd, you know. Yeah, they, yeah. These names just reel off the tongue. I'm on the bench. I'm on the bench. <laughs> uh, if you want to have your say on this, one triple three five three. Tarek Elrich coming up next and also Ned Zelich. It's the Real Football Show, thanks to CMI Toyota. Ah, it's the Real Football Show here with Phil Stubbins, uh, Albie Kidd and Ditswell. Adelaide United tomorrow. Unfortunately, we say this, it's a bottom-of-the-table clash with Central United. Uh, Central Coast, I should say, sorry. Uh, and they're playing in Canberra, which is a bit unusual, given the Canberra fans are uh, something to look at with the A-League. Joining us now, defender from Adelaide United, Tarek Elrich. Tarek, uh, thanks so much for joining us. No worries, gents. How you and, going? Uh, you've got training this morning. Yeah, we've got to train this morning before we uh, take off to Canberra. All right. Now, I want to first of all go back to last week. What's been the feedback about playing in the heat? We've already talked about this this morning, but 39 degrees. Uh, was, there, was there a lot of player backlash after that? Uh, look, we as players didn't really complain too much. Um, the PFA spoke to us and asked us how we felt. Uh, we just said, look, uh, yes, it was hot, but then they... It's part of our job. We play in a summer comp and these things happen. But, um, but it's not ideal, is it? I mean, and I'm not it's trying not to ideal. put in your mouth, but they should have shifted it to the night time, surely. Yeah, exactly. And look, uh, this week's uh, no different. I think Canberra, we're expecting 37 degrees as wow, well. So we'll see what, we'll see what FFA does. Terry, you'll have to wear a hat. Don't get, don't get burned uh, yeah, exactly. out there. <laughs> Mate, do you reckon... <laughs> Tarek, do you reckon that um, had you been in the challenging position, do you think your attitude would have been a bit different? Oh, look, uh, obviously it's it was different for them. It was actually probably harder. You know, Wellington come from yeah. 15 degrees. Yeah. Um, so yeah. for us, we actually went into the game pretty confident, thinking, you know, we can, we can outrun these guys. We're, we're used to this. We're training every day. But, you know, a night game would have been ideal, um, especially in Adelaide. We know when it's hot, it's not... It's not like a Sydney hot or a Melbourne. It's it's really a really dry desert type of hot. Yeah. Gee, had some chances too. I know it's a week ago now, but gee, kept peppering the goals, kept kept getting the ball into the box, into the area, and and just couldn't finish. But gee, could, the scoreline could have been anything really. Yeah, and I think that's been the story of our season. I think we've just been a bit unlucky in front of goal, and you know when when things are not going your way, um, yeah, the the goal seems to get smaller and smaller um, every week, and. You know, as we, as you've mentioned before, it's a bottom of the table clash. But um, I don't, I don't feel that 
us and Central Coast are, are, are teams that are, are playing so bad or um, you know, playing some horrible football. Tarek, obviously, looking at where the club is at the moment, it's a huge game at the weekend there against Central Coast. I want to get your thoughts, firstly, on, on recruitment and how do you feel about that? Obviously, there's been a lot of weapons now that have been away from, from the first team and it's, it's shown on the ladder, mate. What, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, it's been, it's been difficult for us. Um, obviously, we lost plenty of quality. Yeah. Uh, you know, out of that grand final winning squad, we lost about seven players. And then, obviously, uh, you lost a few more squad players uh, that year as well. And look, nothing against the, the recruiting. You know, we recruited some, some, some quality. You know, James Holland, Socceroo, uh, Gradiola come from, you know, he's got a good background in football. Um, Enrique, uh, the slippery fish, you know, we know what he can do on his day. And then we recruited a lot of young boys, um, some local boys as well. And yeah. uh, look, you can't really uh, blame the players, but it's been... It doesn't look that great when you know, the three main players that we recruited have left now. So, yeah, it doesn't make it any easier for us. Maybe it's up to one yeah, of them mazy sure. runs that you've got, Tarek. One of them mazy yeah, runs, I got, just putting I one think I've got one in me. I think that's now, what listen, I'm going to have to do. On, on that one, Tarek, just enlighten me. Your favourite position, which position and which side of the pitch do you prefer to play on, mate? Mate, to be honest, I'm, I grew up playing as a as a winger. So, I like, I like getting involved in the attack. So, mate... I'd probably say winger, but in saying that, I, I have been playing fullback for a very, very long time, and I prefer it on the left time okay. only because I can come in onto my right, and you know, I'm, and I'm very comfortable on my left foot as well. So it, it doesn't kind of it gives me more options. Um, so yeah, possibly on left, but at the end of the day, um, uh, wherever I'm put, I, I just want to play. You know, I've had I've had a few years there where. I wasn't playing so much, and I know how frustrating that is. So, yeah, just to get some game time is the number one thing. Tarek, um, looking at the season now, obviously, I think it's a good idea to write the season off there. The, the opportunities now are the, you know, the, I guess I'd like to ask you about the feeling in the camp right now, but I'd like to say to you as well, it creates an opportunity. When you're, when you're you know, playing for anything, you're at the bottom of the league there, and I, I hate to say that to you, uh, or to bring yep. it up again, but when you're at the bottom of the league, it creates opportunities to see the young kids coming through. You've got a lot of good, very, very young players, um, very good young players that could possibly uh, score a contract for, for the next year. For next year. Yeah, look, um, for us, we'll, we'll never write the season off until, you know, that, that last game of the season, and you know, as there's still about 30 points on offer for us. Um, look, I'm not going to say it's easy and we're going to win every game and it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen and just by clicking the fingers. But, you know, it all starts this week against Central Coast. And for us, we're the ones that have to go out there and run for 90 minutes. But um, And in saying that, uh, you said about the young boys, our, our squad is full of young boys. Um, yeah. A lot of them will be getting opportunities and, um, you know, t- today at training, um, see all the youth players are coming to, to train with us and that opens opportunities for them. But look, in, in saying that, our team is full of uh, full of young guys and you know, it's, it's young guys that probably weren't expected to, to play yeah. so much and uh, have so much responsibility, but, uh, you know, they've got it at, at such a young age. Well, Tarek, 5 o'clock tomorrow it is in Canberra against Central Coast Mariners, mate. Good luck. Uh, have a good morning on the track as well and uh, let's hope you can get the points tomorrow.
Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Terry Gorich. Well done. Uh, I reckon in a in a sort of doom and gloom year, he's been pretty solid. I reckon, Phil. Yeah, look, I think for even the question there, I think he answered it very well, Tarek. Look, it's it's not over for them in their eyes. You know, you know, as a player, you're always playing until the last moment that it's it's not available to you. The point. So, look, I think they'll go there in in good spirit to, to Central Coast. It's a massive game. You know, I think to lose against Central Coast, that's six points. They'll be behind them. It'll be a massive gap for them to try and make up. And again, the club's not come out with any statement as to where the, the direction is between now and the end of the season. So look, we wish them well and let's hope they can get the, uh, get got the chocolates. To, they've got to get the planning happening right now for next year. Mm. They are away behind the black ball in mm. terms of recruitment. Uh, I know it's a difficult task uh, these days with agents and all this, this type of stuff, that's, but they have got to get their act together. Mm. Um, have they gone overboard? With and this is just an observation with the whole Spanish and overseas thing. I think Have they so. gone too far down that path. I think so. I think it's. I think the name of the game is stability. You know, you, you should be signing contra- uh, players on contracts that you've got continuity of your team. You know, the the one. <laughs> let's be honest about it. It's like a Leicester situation, right? Leicester mm. won the championship last year, yep. and they're in relegation trouble, mm. right? That's what's happened here. Bad planning, bad recruitment. You know, it's, there should be somebody scrutinising that and they should learn by their mistakes and it should never happen again. All right, it's The Real Football Show. You can have your say at any stage. One triple three five three. if you'd like to give us a call on anything to do with the, the world game. We're doing it all for CMI Toyota. The Real Football Show on a Saturday morning. Just a reminder, KG and Jars coming up uh, just after 8 o'clock with Dead Set Legends this morning. All right, let's look at some news, uh, both locally and right around the world. Starting off in our own league, Western Sydney have signed 35-year-old Ryan Griffiths, Phil. Yeah, it's a surprising signing. But look, obviously Ryan's he's got a past record of scoring goals and popping up and scoring important big goals. But at 35 again, uh, you'd have to ask, you know, where, where are they going? What they're trying to salvage? And um, obviously they're in a position where they're outside the six and, and they're looking at somebody that can be the X factor. Maybe it's Ryan. Can I, this just seems to happen too much for me that um, we've got this youth league. Why, why, I don't know, the odd play gets promoted, but we seem reluctant in this A-League to bring these boys up. Like, if you're signing a 35-year-old, why not, why not try a boy out of the Western Sydney youth team, surely? Look, it's a question that probably Popper could answer better than I can. Uh, I don't know. Um, we spoke about Ian Fife going to Newcastle, but he did a terrific job while he was there he did. injury he did. replacement. Pop- um, really? But Stubbsy, Popovich has really got to get his act together as well. You know, look at the players that he's went through there. He's went through something ridiculous, like 60-plus players. 70 players it is, yeah. Is it 70 players now? He's up to that. So he's not getting it right. He's just continually changing players. You know, that's... That's not a great stable situation either. He should be fixed on his team for a three-year period, four-year period, and do the business. I, I think there's, I think there's a couple of issues there at uh, West. Look, the foreigners are key to I think any of the A League teams, and once you get a good foreigner, you, you you do everything you can to try and hold on to them. You know, Ninkovic is a prime yeah. example now with with Sydney. They've kept Holosko. Um uh, Dimitrovic is still there. But uh, I think Western Sydney tried to get these foreigners in and they, they seem to turn them over every year, Albie. I know that they've kept Dimas, but to say that they've had anyone there for a lengthy period of time, apart from La Roca, who was there for, for two or three seasons, you're sort of scratching your head as to, to who's been there and, and, and spent a sustained period with the club. Well, you look at the team and <laughs> you're... Me- 
how I think about Western Sydney is that you look at their team and you look at you think through their players and they've got a, they've got they've not recruited well this year either and you think about Santa Lab coming on every single week and getting them out the poo. That's what I, that's how I think about Western Sydney Wanderers. And really, you look at the players that they recruited. They're a top team. Let's be honest about it. They've got Played in the grand final last year. Exactly. But they've got a, they've got a very very good support base there. They're a strong team. I think Popovich has really got to get his act together. All right, let's move on. Uh, Socceroo Trent Sainsbury on loan to Inter Milan. Outstanding. Huge club. Outstanding effort from Trent there. Look, he's he's a great player. There's no doubt about that. He's come through the system. There was a kid that got an opportunity. I think it was Arnie at Central Coast that that promoted uh, Trent into the system. And he's he's gone on leaps and bounds. You know, now to go to Inter Milan, I mean, you know, it's a huge club and a huge opportunity for the boy. So, look, we wish him well. But um, one of those kids... Ditz that, that's come through the system and, and took the opportunity. The spin-off for that as well, uh, Ditz is uh, he's a soccer obviously, and he, he'll bring you'll get experience playing at that level. Yep, and he'll bring it back to the soccerers. Yep, uh, Frank Lampard retires. Yeah, look, I mean, what else can you say about him? He's done everything in the game. Mm. The goals that he scored for the club uh, to consistently mm. score twenty goals as a midfield player to assist with the same amount every year. There's forty goals. You're ticking off on your on your team list at the start of the season and to to have somebody that's there with that you know wonderful personality he's a great character he's somebody that people can look up to he's a leader he's quite inspirational as well in everything he does so look I wish him well he's been a great servant for for Chelsea which is my team and um, look I'm sure he'll go on to bigger and better things again as a coach if he takes that up so hold on I'll just let to pick up on that point mm-hmm. there. That's, uh, so Chelsea's his team now mm-hmm. he was speaking about Hull mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. now That's that Chelsea's at the thing. top of the league he's yep. now supporting Chelsea, Chelsea. is that yeah. what, what I'm hearing I think so. <laughs> the words bandwagon women <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it that's it since yeah. 1970 oh, yeah. oh, uh, Peter Crouch scored his 100th Premier League goal good effort the giraffe yeah the giraffe yeah uh, and here's <laughs> another old signing as well Man United striker Ibrahimovic at 30 Five could be, I say a signing could be on the move to Napoli in the summer. The he's, in the, he's in the twilight now, isn't he? Of yep. His career, he came over on a free from Paris Saint Germain, and he's been a well leading goal scorer at Manchester United, leading goal scorer at PSG. Wherever he goes, he scores goals. So look, I think he's small just signing be... on fee of uh, ten million, mm-hmm. just yeah, quietly. Well. And I just want to quickly go through the uh, the big games this weekend: Chelsea, Arsenal. I've got to go for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, Arsene Wenger, he's, he's lost it again. Let's hope, me personally, let's hope. We had a chat about this off here. Arsene Wenger, I think his time's up. Mm-hmm. They should be stepping to the side and somebody else coming <laughs> Second out. Second on the 20, table, by the way. But 20, anyway. yeah, yeah, that's right. But they want to win. As you talked about last week, yeah, but they, they want right. to win, though. They're up there all the time, but they've got to win titles. Uh, hey, important game at the bottom, Palace and Sunderland. <sighs> I'm going for Palace. Sunderland had a great result there. Debts against Spurs, mm-hmm. a draw at home, which is a good result because Spurs are a, a very good side. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the, the confidence will be high in the camp. I think uh, Sunderland might get a result. Another important game, Leicester at home to Man United. I say important because uh, you, you said this earlier, Leicester need points. They do. They're in, that, they're they're in a scrap, hover, mate. Hovering about that relegation yep. Yep. No area. Doubt. And, and the blockbuster uh, of the weekend, West Bromwich Albion, Stoke City. Oh, that's, that's we'll r- all be watching that. That's riveting. It is. Riveting. Look, it's yeah. a big game. It is. Uh, yeah, Tony Pulis done a fantastic job there with West Bromwich. Yes. Thank you. Kidding all aside. Uh, Stoke City again, they're doing a, another sterling effort. They'll finish around that 9th, 10th, I'm sure, about that again. Mm. But um, big game. How do you think we'll go in Europe next year? 
West, West Brom. <laughs> on your pre-season no, tour, I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> pre-season <laughs> tour. Uh, up next, uh, joining us from Fox Sports, Ned Zelich. Uh, it's the Real Football Show here on Triple M. Albie Kid, Phil Stubbins and Dits. Every game of the Hyundai A-League live in HD and ad break free. You can see it all on Fox Sports. And one of their commentators joins us now, former Socceroo Ned Zelich. Ned, good morning and welcome. Morning. Thanks for having me on. Now, morning, Ned, Ned. I, just, I just want to ask you a controversial question first up. I've asked Albie Kid and Phil Stubbins to name their best ever World Eleven this morning, and they've both done it. Can you believe Phil Stubbins... Couldn't fit, <laughs> couldn't fit Pele into his best ever World Eleven. How would you respond to that? Would Pele make your side? Well, he he would. Yeah, who was in there instead of Pele? I had Ronaldo, mate. The goofy, the goofy. <laughs> okay. would, you, Ned, would you believe that? It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad player either, is he, Ronaldo? Not bad. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. Not as good as Pele. Listen, Ned. <laughs> Ned, I just want to speak about the promotion and relegation and how the accountability flows back to the clubs based on, on the fact that there is relegation. Uh, I want to know your thoughts on it from, from your own perspective, mate, um, and, and how important you feel it is for the game. Um, well, I mean, obviously it's important. Um, and uh, clearly there's a lot of talk at the moment, I mean, here in Australia, about bringing it in. It's just a case of... Um, um, you know, being realistic as well. And, and, and I think the key um, to it really is, is uh, ha- having a strong uh, second division. I mean, if you look at uh, what's going on overseas and um, particularly um, places where I used to play, I mean, the fact that there's so many clubs in the second division, say in the Bundesliga, yeah. um, you know, getting a lot of money from TV, um, which really makes it attractive and, and, and creates a league where there's big crowds coming in as well. And if you look at some of the clubs as well that are involved in, in that league um, that have great history, um, then that's the key, really. It's creating that, that second division that, uh, that is attracting, attractive enough, basically, to pull in a few TV dollars, be on TV and attract crowds as well. Ned, I think the uh, the danger there is it's imperative that we we pick the right teams to come in there. You, know, you, you could we've all played in the national league and we'd see the we know the clubs like the Black Towns and the Adley Series and whatever. But it concerns me greatly that if they do manage to uh, get into the league, you know, there's there's you look at a, a television game and there's there's forty thousand at a Melbourne victory, and then you go to another game that there's there's probably five thousand people or even less. That concerns me greatly. Yeah, well, obviously, but um, at the same time, you know, um, if, you, if you're going to have something like that, then there can't be any sort of restrictions, uh, and and it has to go down to on merit. Um, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and and that's obviously the risk you take. But uh, that, like I said, I mean, um, I, I just feel there's still um, obviously a lot of people that have sort of been. Uh, turned away from the game because of the fact that um, there are there is no possibility of, of moving forward at the moment. I mean, clearly, I think the FA FFA Cup is a, a tremendous thing, but it's it's still not enough to pull um, the whole football community together. All right, let's have a look at Adelaide United tomorrow, Central Coast. How do you see this one going in Canberra? Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. This one, um, and and. Uh, I, I saw a lot of positive signs in that second half last week from Adelaide. I mean, obviously, the Mariners uh, got a good result against Perth as well. 
Um, it, it really is an interesting game, but I, I think it uh, I think it'll end up as a draw. But in saying that as well, uh, I think it's a great opportunity for Adelaide. Last ten games, I mean, if you look at uh, some of the teams they're coming up against, I believe they they play Perth twice. They've got the Mariners twice. They've got the Wanderers as well. Um, so it's a good opportunity then for to well to basically start a run. I mean, they were in sixth position at this stage last season um, and ended up first. So. Um, they're really going to get going now. Ned, Sydney's the benchmark, obviously, and they're doing a great job there. Can you see anybody knocking them off the perch there? Do you, what, do you, what do you actually think? You, you know, Melbourne victories threatened them, but uh, yeah. but but Sydney look they look unbeatable, mate. They really do. Uh, yeah, they do. But um, I still feel that uh, the victory can still be a threat. I mean, obviously, going into the final series. Uh, um, so Sydney, I just think they have the best, the best balance at the moment um, with what they do on and off the ball. I mean, their hunger to basically get the ball back once they lose it has been really impressive this season. Um, and it really has propelled them to, to what they've been able to do in possession. Look, I think once they get into the finals as well, that mentality kicks in. You know, you've got momentum. Sydney will keep going as they have done. They'll get into a position where, you know, it looks as though they're going to finish on top. But I think if Melbourne can get in there, Melbourne victory, and it gets to that point where, you know, our Sydney looking over the shoulder for that first loss, Melbourne's still got that bit between the teeth to try and win. So it's, look, I think it'll go down yeah. to the wire, that one. The two great teams and certainly the two that yeah. are at the forefront of the early at the moment. No, exactly. I mean, you're exactly right. I think uh, just the psychology will play a, yeah. a massive role in the fact that, you know, Sydney then um, will sort of have this mentality we we. We've done so well this season, but we have so much to lose that's now. We could, <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. Ned, thanks so much for joining us this morning, mate. Have a great weekend watching the A-League. No worries. Same to you guys. See you later, Ned. Ned Zilich, as I said, every game of the Hyundai A-League live in HD and ad break free during play on Fox Sports. Time to go, boys. That's it for the Real Football Show this weekend. Hey, uh, just before we do go, I've got a tweet here from a young fella uh, all the way from Brazil called Pele. And he basically, <laughs> he's just saying, what more do I have to do? That's all he says. I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah. Aimed at you, I believe, Phil. Nah, fair enough. Look, I put it in there Has for he a dropped, controversy. Can I just, uh, we're finishing here, right? Yeah. Has he dropped a clanger here? He's the never put Pelly in the start of Biggest bombshell I've ever seen. Uh, be all over every paper in there. Just Australia. a bit of controversy, mate. Get the punters speaking out Jeez. there, that's all. <laughs> it's all right. Right, how are United going to go, Albie? I think they might get a result. I was very, it was, I was quite happy the way they played last week. I think there was good signs there that they've, they've got something happening in the camp, so let's hope they get a result. All right, Phil? I think Central Coast, um, I just think Adelaide have lost too many players. They're a little bit all over the place in terms of that settled team, so for me, Central Coast. All right, thanks, boys. Thanks, Albie Kid. Thanks, Phil Stubbins. We'll do it again next weekend. The Real Football Show, thanks to CMI Toyota. Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up. Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer.